Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to today's episode of Uncaged Heroes. We're grateful that you've taken some time out of your day to sit back, relax, and meet some some other amazing soul that we are going to have the opportunity to connect with from around this big wide world. And um, we're so excited to get to hear her knowledge and wisdom and the things that she has to share with you. My name is Stacey Johnston. I am thrilled to be here with you and equally excited to be sit alongside my co-host, Kathy Holland. Kath, how are you today? I am doing great. I'm appreciating a 65-degree day in the middle of 110-degree weather. Oh, right, what a reprieve. Right, if, it's, if it's already 110 and it's only the 1st of June, I don't even know about the end of July. 1st August, it's going to be hot. So here we are. We're traveling again today. We've been to Denmark and had a lovely conversation. Now we're on our way to Honolulu. Tell me what intrigues you in this whole thing, in this whole journey that we're on on this podcast. The people, the people that we talk to, you know, we interview people that, I mean, I live in a little tiny town in West Texas. There's no way that I would... Well, it looks like we just lost someone. Uh, Veronica, are you still with me? I'm here. All right, looks like Cash dropped out. I hope she's coming back in. Um, so we're going to keep on with this conversation. I'm so intrigued, and let's just find a way to kick this off. So, just you kick us off, Jessica. Tell us, Veronica, who is Veronica Lamb? What do you do? Why do you do that? And how can we connect with you? Mm-hmm. Thank you. Thanks so much for having me on the show, first of all. Um, yeah, so I live out here in Honolulu, Hawaii. I do quite a few things. Uh, one of the things that I'm most uh, well known for out here is that I have been running a ministry, a nonprofit that helps survivors coming out of human trafficking situations. And I've been doing that for 14 years and really working like on the ground with them. Uh, we even turned our own home into a safe home um, for most of those years living alongside of the survivors. And so um, a big fan of like justice and helping others and everything like that. But I've also um, learned that I really have to take care of myself in order to be able to help others. And so I've also learned how to live and lead from a place of alignment. And I started uh, doing life and health coaching for other leaders, particularly female leaders, to help them learn how they can live out their calling, but do it in a way that is healthy and doesn't burn themselves down to the ground. Mm. Wow, what valuable information is that part right there? Right? Mm. I, I think there's something ingrained in us that believes if we're going to actually live our passion, then we just absolutely have to burn the candle at both ends, work ourselves to death so we just can't anymore. And yeah. that's not true. I mean, how can you possibly do the, have the best possible outcome if you can't maintain the best possible you in that? That's right. It's absolutely true because, it, you know, we can't pour from an empty cup, that old saying, right? And, like, we often think that our health is sort of the last thing. And if we're oriented towards helping others, we often help them before we help ourselves. And I think mothers experience that a lot. Certainly a lot of female leaders experience that and plenty of other people in the world. So I try and share 
um, tips on my Instagram or on my Facebook page of just how to keep healthy, um, holistic solutions, and things like that. What do you find is people's biggest barrier to stepping forward and taking advantage of things just like that, that, that moment of holistic care? Do you think it's knowledge? Do you think it's wisdom? Do you think it's fear? What do you think is the biggest barrier? Man, that is a good question. Um, I think I would actually say I would take things a big, a bit deeper, and I would say that it, it goes down to a core part of individuals' beliefs a lot of times that they have to put other people first. And that may not be exactly how they phrase it, but deep down inside, they um, think that they were made to serve or maybe they had some experience in the past that taught them that they, they really have to serve, they have to sacrifice, they have to always be giving, like that they're never good enough. And so when I work on the holistic stuff, when I do like one-to-one, individuals we get to those like four root kind of beliefs so that because I find that when we address those core root beliefs so let's say there's a lie there that you're never good enough when we address that and it becomes like oh you know what I'm doing amazing things and I am loved just as I am that really frees up an individual to create some boundaries around their time and they feel they, they don't feel bad for putting themselves first occasionally. It becomes just like a logical equation to them. From there, once we get that um, deeper internal belief, like adjusted and tweaked, from there it's real easy for them to find some uh, easy activities that they enjoy, that they love, that helps keep them healthy, or for them to make healthy choices in their life because they feel comfortable. They're not trying to overcomfort themselves. Hmm. That's that's a big part of it right there, isn't it? That mm-hmm. yeah, it's a huge part of it. I love, I, I have great respect for the space that you provide for that, and uh, thank you for the hero that you are to provide space for survivors of human trafficking. That's huge. Oh, thank you. It, you know, it's been an amazing blessing in my life just to walk us alongside of. Um, these women, sometimes men, but usually women and children, boys and girls, that have been through such incredible uh, trauma and challenges and struggles, but yet see how strong they are and how they overcome. It's just been a 100% total blessing to my life to um, walk alongside of them. They're amazing. That's cool. Beautiful. So that that leads me to my next question. Throughout your journey and all the people that you have had the honor of walking alongside and the experiences that you've had, do you have a specific definition for hero? And is there someone in your life that fits that description for you? Mm, I love that question. You know, it really got me um, thinking, uh, knowing that I was coming on your podcast and thinking about heroes. And because I'm justice-oriented, you know, like my heart is always for um, helping people overcome uh, struggles and adversities and um, standing up for them. I think my definition of a hero would be somebody that's willing to 
to sacrifice um, or to make a stand uh, for somebody else. And I've seen so many people that are willing to do that. And I think that even in the small ways, it can be incredibly powerful. You know, I, I mean, there's a lot of people working in the social justice field, advocates, um, activists, um, even individuals that are working within um, the systems um, that often associate with or come in contact with the most vulnerable in our society. So looking at those that work in um, programs that provide food stamps or provide housing assistance or even those in like the juvenile justice system, like trying to help steer kids towards a different direction, um, foster care workers and parents, all of that kind of stuff. I mean, it's hard for me to just name one person. I don't know if you wanted me to, but there's an amazing amount of everyday heroes that are in our lives that are changing the lives of people around us. Um, and they're doing it quietly, but they're doing it diligently. I love quietly but diligently. I think that is a, a quality characteristic of a hero. Mm-hmm. I love that. You know, I think when we very first started this podcast, we had an expectation that those people were going to come around and we were going to hear a lot about superheroes and really wealthy people and famous sports figures and political figures. And that is so not true. What we have learned is that people's concept of hero is so much more intimate than that. And, that, and the people that they share are just beautiful. I love it. So thank you for that. So if you had a life lesson that you've learned along the way from these people that you've touched and the people that have touched you, you think everybody else mm-hmm. what would that life lesson be? I would say the biggest lesson that I've learned is, like, if you want to change the world, you have to change yourself. Um, And I really learned that along the way of working with survivors because, like many people, I hear about the issue of trafficking. You know, you go way back 14 years ago, right? I hear about the issue, and I get involved, and I quickly realize that there is a lot for me to learn. And just in the first interaction with a survivor, the first time that someone asks for help, and they... Um, there was nowhere for them to go, which is crazy because I think people think that there's all these services out there. Um, But because of the situation, there was nowhere for this individual to go. And um, some people called, and I I picked her up. But just that one interaction, and it was really kind of short, 24 hours before we were able to get her moved to a safe space, uh, a more permanent safe space. And... But that interaction right there changed me. And I think that we have to, anytime we're going into a situation where we're going in to help, where we're going in to improve something or to help somebody improve something, we also have to realize that we need to come into it with curiosity. We need to have an open mind. And we need to be learning as we're going through this process because every person is an individual and every situation is unique. So if we're not learning during that interaction or during that situation, we're trying to apply a cookie-cutter approach to a unique situation, and it's not exactly going to work. And so as we're constantly learning and improving um, and just proceeding with curiosity and letting the work change us, we become 
more powerful and more, I would say, to make up a word, changeful in individuals' lives and in the world around us. Hmm. I like that. I love to hear or say you're part of your story. Oh, thank you. Yeah. So let yeah. me ask you another question. If you had opportunity to put a one-liner of advice to the world on a T-shirt, what would it say and why? Mm. That's a good one. Um, I think I would actually say you were born for health. Um, and the reason why I would choose that, even though I am so justice-oriented, is because burning ourselves out is, to me, the number one thing that I see take people out of the game. It takes them out of actually being changeful, showing up in their life, and living out their purpose. And so that you were born for health, just reminding people that like you were born, I believe everybody was born with a purpose. Um, and everybody was born with the health and with the energy that is able to sustain them in their life and their purpose so that they can fully live it out. And the world, I think, is always telling us, like, oh, you're always going to be tired or you're always going to be exhausted or you're always going to feel like it's too much or there's always going to be this struggle, you know. And I... I don't know, I just want to come against that statement a little bit and just say, like, no, you were born for health. You were born to have the health that you need to be able to live out your life fully. And don't ever forget that, and don't be convinced otherwise. Like, always pursue having the energy and the health um, and the resources that you need to be able to live out that life. That is some sound advice. I like that. I love the statements of that. They're, they're so empowering, the things that we get to hear. I mean, of all the words that you would choose, and the stories behind them are just phenomenal. Thank you. I'm so intrigued. I can keep having this conversation all day long. I've, I've learned so much. I have a whole page of notes. And thank you just for the service that you provide in this space. But we are at that place where we're going to have to wind down with respect to you. Veronica is our guest. And with respect to our audience. So we would love for you to always remember that we're brought to you by Enlighten Up and Guided by Grace. If we can serve you in some way, if you'd like to tell your story, if you just need someone to talk to, please, we're interested in what you have to say. So reach out to us if you're a builder2020 at gmail.com. I'm going to conclude my end by saying, Veronica, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for what you do. Thank you for the hero that you probably are to more people today than you recognize. <clears throat> and thank you for sharing your journey with us we can share it with the world. Um, can you, Bronca, can you make sure you leave your, um, when we give you an opportunity to close, please make sure you leave your contact information so people can reach out to you. Kathy, how would you like to leave our audience today? You know, through your episode, we have been talking about how important it is. It's like you said, you know, everybody's form is a purpose. And my challenge for our audience today is to, it's not even necessarily a challenge, it's, it's kind of a, a, you know, a mind, kind of a mind challenge, right? You have a purpose. 
And if you don't feel like you are fulfilling your purpose, start on a path that might help you feel more fulfilled, right? Sit back, write a list, brainstorm. You might be surprised. I love it. I mean, you change change the world. You don't have to change the whole world, just the one you live in. So, I love it. Thank you. You always put up the neatest challenges for people. I still appreciate them. Veronica, we would be honored if you would take the stage for us and close out our show. How would you like to leave our audience today? Oh, thank you so much um, for the show. It's amazing. I love how you're inspiring people um, and sharing their stories. So for the audience, I would just say, you know, if you feel that burning inside of your heart or inside of your gut that you want to do something and you're thinking like, oh, I don't know if I could do that. I don't know that if it's really possible. Um, I don't know if I can make a difference. I just want to tell you that you absolutely can. And um, to listen really uh, to, to everything in this podcast, you know, and let that inspire you to believe in the, possi- the impossible, you know, and to pursue those things. If anybody wants um, to reach out to me for uh, more information or to hear more of my stories, you can find me at a couple of places. So I have my own website at veronicalam.com, and lamb is like the animal, L-A-M-B. Uh, you can also find me on Facebook and Instagram at Veronica Lamb H-N-L. So H-N-L is the abbreviation for Honolulu since I'm out here in Hawaii. And if you're interested uh, more in my ministry, just contact me uh, through one of those, those pages or you can look up um, in Hawaii. My church is called Blue Water Mission and the ministry that I run underneath of that is called The Justice Ministry. And you would be able to find our website and be able to read more about how we help trafficking victims. And I just want to bless everybody that's listening with a wonderful day and just that that inspiration, whatever that is in your gut or heart, that that grows and you have the courage. I want to bless you with the courage to take the first step of action.